minutes to go in normal time. Liverpool 3 0. Call it, take it quickly, Origi! Hey everybody, this is Martins, the host of the show, and I'm listening to the Never Walk Alone podcast. The show made for all Liverpool fans to discuss the in depth analysis of every game, the results, fixtures, injuries, transfers, and so on. We like to know what fellow fans have to say about our games. Listen to this podcast and stay with us. Welcome back to another episode of Now Kalim Podcast. And today I'm with Dexter and Lamy. Welcome, guys. Good afternoon. Uh, what's up, um, everyone? It's Lamy. Lamy Sparkle on Twitter. See you. Lamy now. <laughs> so, guys, um, we, we played on Sunday. Yeah, this is like a late recording because today is Thursday. We are sorry about that. So we played on Sunday against our rival, our arch rival. I'll be arch rival then. <laughs> Manchester United. And we planned to them. We shall leg by 7-0. Dexter, I want to ask, before that game, how confident were you? Ah, it looked like a game where my United would have just come and gained confidence Maybe a draw or win. I did not think we were going to win the game. I did not think we were going to win the game. So but, it was like a surprise to you that we that we won. Yes, I was very very surprised. Especially by did that you match. Consider, did, you, did, did you consider we were at field? Did you consider? Did I consider that, that we were at field? Yes. Oh y- yes, I did, and that was the only reason why I tuned in to watch because I was like. It is not going to happen. They wouldn't beat us. So that was the reason why I said I, I said so it felt like a game where my United would, would live with confidence, certainly with a draw. I didn't I don't really consider I don't really consider the possibility of us losing. But it, it felt like we could have drawn the game before before, before we before, before uh, we kicked a ball at all. You get like it felt like a game where my if my if my United would left with a draw, they would have felt more confidence than we would have. With a draw, yeah, that's what a, I meant. A, a draw, uh, like I don't like, really see like lost to us actually. Lamy, yeah, yeah Lamy, So we started the game and <laughs> it felt like magic. It felt like magic. Bro, I, 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 used to, I, I, I know we are, we are still happy. How are you feeling, bro? Seriously, I feel very, very, very happy. Like I've seen the highlights after the game. I've seen the highlights for like. 20, 30 times already. Like that's how good the game was. I, like I, how good I, I, the I game was. Because anytime I see the video I'm watching, I'm rewatching it. I don't I care. don't care <laughs> on, on whatsoever platform, YouTube, uh, <laughs> Super Sport, on Twitter, uh, Facebook, IG, anywhere, I must watch that video. Like it was a really like that performance was really a good one. It's a five over like five star performance. Everyone, every single player came through. Like everyone just brought the 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 A game. Like okay, this is a game we wanted to win, and also the fans actually. I won't lie, the fans at Affield also, like they were in loud voices. You could see that everyone really wanted that win. Like I was surprised the confidence going into that match. I wasn't expecting it to be that huge, like that big, considering how like we lost against Real Madrid. We played zero zero against Crystal Palace Crystal before Palace. that match. 
Then um, mind you that they are coming off a comeback against West Ham in the FA Cup, I think. I was expecting yes, just it to be very difficult. I tell you, I was expecting it to be a very difficult game for us, but to be honest, I was I was I was more than surprised. I was shocked that we came out that good. Like everyone came oh, through. Because oh. initially with the lineup, almost everyone was everyone was crying on Twitter that ah who it was this including myself. I was this midfield, what was this midfield. You only, for, you always cry, so that that's no need. Everyone came through, yeah. Yeah, so was... um, Dexter, I'd like to ask, what did you think motivated these boys to play like that against my United? Like, in previous weeks, we've been playing, like, poorly, with no focus and everything. Like, do you think something was, something prompted that performance? Yeah, I think um, everybody knows that something's at stake at the moment. Um, the, the fact, especially with um, how we played against Real Madrid, we had to so, something had to change. Like we're 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 like we I think we're I think we're already one leg out of the Champions League already. So like they knew that okay, this is what we are playing for now. We can't afford not to play in the Champions League next season. And actually, with uh, the way the, the game started to go, like the boys were gaining confidence as after the first after the first goal, they got more confidence. After the second goal, the third goal, like we could just see at some at, at by the sixtieth minute, they could do no wrong. Our press was working; they could not do anything against our press. Like it was just something that like everything just came. Uh, how do you put it? Like everything just aligned. In that moment, for us, just that <laughs> exactly. It just showed out how good the team can be. It shows um why club select like why uh, club selects the eleven is selects, not uh not eventually how they eventually perform, but like what he is expecting when he selects the eleven is selects because I don't think he could have chosen a better eleven. <laughs> Because what would have happened? Nine zero. <laughs> so I think that it was <laughs> it was just the perfect storm on the day. Our press was working; they could not touch us. So just perfect. So let me. Yeah. We saw Dapo Anuna scoring, and yeah. I'm sure I'm. So it, it came as no surprise to like Liverpool fans because we were really expecting them to score. Like so, just obviously going to score against my United, even though we were awful, but we just knew we were going to score. How um how do you think about the performance that that, See, that night? Okay, honestly, to be very honest, if you watch that game closely, I think of the front three, uh, Nunez started the game very slowly. Like it was done like him. Nunez is a very energetic guy, always sprinting up and down like like. Always wants to give more, but he started the game slowly. And I think I really don't know, maybe it's fatigue or I can't really put it. But Gapo, Gapo, bro, that guy has a very like bright future ahead of him at the club. Who was in Femino? Femino is going Sassy, we've just replaced Femino. Are you with me? So now seeing that those two goals that I scored, bro, well taking goals, like I was Especially the second goal, I wasn't expecting to score from such like close and tight angle. But it, it came to but let's talk of let's talk of the beauty of that first goal. How beautiful was that first goal? 
Like it came the, at the right the time. Run, the run, the cutting, the shots. I tell you, the this uh, this World Cup winner, Brand or whatever his name is, bro. He broke his waist. I'm very sure that guy must have a waist hip problem by now. <laughs> Definitely, like those those goals were like, and I think he's going to do a very huge uh, like boost in the in the confidence, especially for Gakpo. You know, he started slowly when he joined the club, but I think scoring against United, like that's the biggest driver we have in England. Scoring against United and going off substituted to a round of applause at Anfield, bro. There's at no better Anfield, feeling than that. Anfield, he's, he's I tell you, he's cooking something. Yeah, Gapu, I tell I'm you, it's, it's, going, it's, it's going to be like a major boost to the confidence. And hopefully from me, it's, it's the beginning of many great greater things to happen for both of them at the club. I actually believe they came yeah. through. Yes. So um I've been I've been checking everywhere on Twitter. I'm, I've been noticing that after that game, there's been props, Elliot props, Salah props, Gapo and Nunes props. Anderson props. Anderson props. But then, <laughs> but then <laughs> Nobody's talking about Fabinho. Nobody's talking yeah. about Fabinho was exceptional in that game. He was everywhere. He was literally every like he was he was in his he he brought about the win, like in my own opinion. Because they are known for they are known for this um playing from the middle all those passes. Yeah, he caught everything short. Uh, they could do pass. The it, 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 Exactly, and then I have not seen Fabio's props on the tail. Fabio's props that, that you guys should you guys should work on yourself and, and better people. You guys should give you should give Fabio's props. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, it was brilliant that day. Anyways, actually, when you consider the, how bad he has played this season, like that game against United, it was it was. All Liverpool in the middle, but then there was this standout in Fab, like was cutting, breaking the lines, like trying to break the United lines whenever they try to go forward. And he, he had this man the, in his the um gap um Nunes Nunes first goal. Nunes was second, the first goal, yeah. The one from the when they are box, yeah. He passed to Salah, yeah. Salah passed back to Elliot and Elliot, Elliot crossed. So all this work rate, uh, well, it was, it was really honestly. He's the workhouse, and he, there's a reason club club believes in him. And there's this and agenda you know, that club doesn't like him, and that clubs uh, club I, um puts him under the bus during press conferences. Um, I don't know. I'm not sure that that's very true. What, but then Liverpool what, fans. What conference was that? People shy. No, I don't know. Rumors. People on the gates now. I'm sure. Let me let me let me notice this. Wait, right? let, you know there was a particular video. I think it was during a game. Klopp, I, if I can get the video, Klopp sh- actually shouted at him. Then I think he shouted back at but, Klopp. I yes, remember, I could remember yes, there was that, a particular yes, game that's... like that. I think yeah, that was that's... the beginning of the rumor that probably because he talked back at Klopp. But I think it was all just people in the moment. Like it was a thing that happened in the moment. Yeah. Like, we were so bad yeah, during that like period. Yeah, of moments we were we playing for you know. Just like a game that. Where club shouts at Salah, Salah shouts back. So and uh, even Arnold, there was a game where Arnold said and um, like use the effort at and um, Anderson. So I think those are just yeah, things that happen in the heat of the moment. Then the, it's things they will talk about. But you know the media has to 
<laughs> feed on something now. Any little thing like this. Exactly. exactly. So let's talk about our our gym. Our golden boy, our diamond, Abby Elliot. Do you say Elliot? Abby Elliot. Did you they start, did you expect a performance from him? Like were you expecting that that, that monster class from him? No, I did I no, I did not. I did not actually. But I I I, I wouldn't want to be carried away. With um, <laughs> with the with um with uh just unleashing superlatives on guys like even Fabinho like he played well against Manchester United, that's true. But like even during this bad season, he has had one or two good games. So I I would want us to wait and see some consistency. You get um because we've seen this thing before with some players that we, now we cannot admit that okay, it looks like they have watched. Someone like Joe Gomez, he had a few good games, uh, and then we were like, "Oh, uh, Gomez, Gomez, Gomez!" Then they killed him at Allah, uh, Napoli. <laughs> I think, I think the next game, like, so, like, let's just be like, let, let's be patient again. Let's see uh, two or three good, more uh, good performances from Fabino because the problem that Fabino had then was he looked tired. That was what that was the problem. Like, a lot of guys had in our midfield, especially himself. So for Avi Elliott, obviously has played in every game that Rapu have played in this season. So you the, guess, uh, the coach, like club club trust the coaches, so much that he plays in yes, every game. They see something game. in him, obviously. And one thing I I uh, okay, I've been here for like I think maybe three or four times. Now one thing I usually try and try and um, avoid is to question the coaches' decisions because obviously like they've won many things for the club like. They they know infinitely more than I would ever know, more than any of us would ever know. And they see these guys in training every day. So they, there's a reason why Elliot plays in every game. Every game. So and and I'll just say our fans always feel like they, they know something. And I always tell them, we know little about all these players. We know very, very little. We only know what the media tell us. Exactly. That's the, that's, the, that's the only thing we know. Exactly. So these people and then the media tells us some for... things that even Angas club, I be what you saw when he um was when when they don't want to answer the question when, from you got that spaces stuff right. Yes, yes. Yes. So like yes. obviously they know some things like so I'll just I just trust their judgments. No, as I said earlier, like I did not really believe that that midfield was the best midfield for the game. Well, they they played them and it worked like magic. So, yeah, we are well, on to something with Abiel Elliot. Yeah. Uh, okay, so let me let me let me. I know you are a, a, a huge critic of club. I know you very well. I always <laughs> I always say facts. <laughs> this is not about this is not about this is not about he, he, he can, I, I he can't always food. get it right because he's, he's, he's a very emotional <laughs> I, I don't manager. Think... Okay, so um, in recent in recent weeks, uh, we've been seeing less of Klopp's slander. <laughs> I said <laughs> that's the thing. Klopp and Klopp and Pep. There has been less of 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 their slander. Do you think that gets it right? See, one thing about Liverpool and one thing I want to say about Klopp, there's this popular thing that um, class is permanent, form is temporary. We all knew certainly that we were going through mm. a period. Like, that's just normal thing. 
Like we're going through a very bad period. Who takes the blame? Of course, the manager is part of his job. He's the one that puts the team out there and say, okay, this is how you play. This is how you play. And when you notice that, okay, the way these players are playing is not really a thing that has to do with, with the manager. You say, okay, the players are not playing for the manager. But in past games, in games that we've been poor, let's talk, we've talked about how poor he has been with his substitution, with his selections at times. And when those things end up costing us in games, it's only fair we say, okay, he got this one wrong, he got that one. He can never always be 100% right. That's not possible. Fairly, when the team is losing, it's only normal for the players, the fans to say, okay, is the manager's fault, is the player's fault. When the team is winning, who takes the glory also? Of course, it should be the manager. Nobody will say, okay, this one, this particular fan is taking the glory or this this person takes the praises. So it's just, I think it's just normal. Now, I think we found some level of consistency in the Premier League, at least in Premier League games. We've got like five games now and four wins and a draw. That continues any goal. And five clinches. Yes. <laughs> so that means we are on, we are at least at the moment, we are on the right path. Let's try build the confidence, find the consistency and probably at the end of the season, we we'll finish third, which I think I think that's the position we are going for. Honestly, believe me. Okay, so going to that, this was finishing. That was like that was my next question. Like, do you guys see us finishing top four? Considering considering Definitely. considering the fact that Tottenham, Newcastle, Brighton, those guys are. I, I still feel Brighton are. They, they start a chance. Maybe yeah. not see, really, but I feel like they start a chance. So this was finishing top four. See one one thing is. For Newcastle, I've always said Newcastle started very like they started very well, but when it comes to you know this experience is just not there. Like competing at different fronts, they played in the oh, okay. Carabao Cup, competing in the FA Cup, competing in the Premier League. I just don't see them as a team that can, and they don't really have the players that they can rotate. Honestly, they don't have the rotation like players, you know, players. Newcastle, I think probably next. Yeah. They are just like Leicester. I see them as Leicester. You know how Leicester is always around the top four. I think that was the season, the 2020 season that we were thinking it was very hard. At the long run, I, I actually don't even see them making the top six for Leicester. Then for United, you know, just immediately after the 7-0 loss, some fans were complaining, ah, too many games, 11 games in this, 11 games in that. But they must have forgotten <laughs> that Liverpool also played like even more more games, like something similar last season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There I tell you, there was no, there was no complaint. You are not the first team playing that kind of competition. Are you guys not? Why are you? Why yes, you now. So now we are just seven points, bro. Imagine how terrible we we've been this season, and we are just seven points behind a team that probably their fans are saying this is their best season in like since six years. <laughs> we are just. Terrible. I tell you. This is what our fans are saying now. This is our best team in six years. Yeah. And we are just... And this is probably our worst season since Klopp got here. Exactly. And at the end of the day, we are just seven <laughs> points behind United. Their Brother, that top four is so sure. <laughs> like, I just... I can... If we are able to get the results against those teams above us, now we are, you still have to play, I think, Man City, Arsenal, Tottenham, if I'm right. We if we are able to get... Yeah, actually, we have, yes, if we are able to get results against these teams that are above us, and also we need to improve our away record, bro. That thing is poor. Last time I checked, I'm not sure. I think we won just two, 
one game away this season. That is a very poor, poor start. We started very. We need to get it right. Very poor. I tell you, away games we need to do better. Starting with this game against. We are playing. We are playing. We are playing like Arsenal <laughs> away at the moment. Arsenal of last season. Uh, as as yeah, definitely they had a very poor away record. This I think if we have if we really want to make the top four, we need to improve that away record. Actually, when you see that teams that we are playing now, like in the second leg, those big teams that we are playing them away from Amphid, we need to improve. But I honestly believe yeah, me. I think I, I think we played we played um we played all those big teams away, and that's why they could get points off us. Okay. Okay, we played Man City. Man City was the only uh, team we played at Anfield. I at think. Anfield, yeah. We played Chelsea. We played Chelsea at Anfield too, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, Honestly. Man City. Yeah. Man, you, Man, you was away. Arsenal was away, and they won. I, so I, I still believe, tough. though. I'm like, I still that believe that you can do something against, uh, against like making top four. Is a very something that is definitely top four. Is very, very realistic at the moment. Like we have one chance. On, tell you, that's now. the only chance of making Bro, that, uh, one, that one game in Champions League. It's not it. It's not, it's not three points. That, <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like considering the the opposition, you get like it's, it's not as if they are pulling away from us either. You get. Yeah. Um, you you saw the contest uh, press conference. You saw Richarlison saying what uh, the things he said. Like the team is imploding from inside out. Like, so Tottenham is at the moment, unless, unless somebody made uh, with the magic wand on them, Tottenham is a foregone conclusion for the top four. Newcastle are going down. Like, I don't see anything, I don't see anything changing in their, in, in, in the, in the current uh, form that they are in. Like, it's not if they have any big injuries in any big, in any key position that I can see. Okay, this is the reason why it is not working for Newcastle at the moment. So like the top four, is there for us to take the the real challenge now is uh, getting third position and i think we can get it too because like it did, this season just feels um 2021 as a lot to me like how we just found, just the, the season ended i said like, oh we finished third that's just how this season feels to me like i that third position is should be the challenge fourth in my own mind, though, in my own mind, though, unless this is this is just a false dawn, and even bad teams can win seven zero, <laughs> unless that's what happened. Well, like I think the f- fourth position is not. We shouldn't be having the conversation on, on fourth. It should be about third. Even time oneself, we can guys, do it. You guys, you guys sound 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 so confident. Where I love. that. I'm not confident. I'm not confident. I'm just saying. I'm just saying to be nice to spite my United. Yeah, true, true, true. <laughs> Anything to spite them, I am I'm in for it. I'll be there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so there was this emotional em- emotional scene at, at Anfield with um, Bobby Firmino scoring and you know the the wave of him leaving, the news about him leaving at the end of the season. Yeah. With, um, various players granting interviews and saying they'll miss him, they want him to change his decision and everything, everything. So, how do you guys feel about Firmino leaving Liverpool after eight years? Obviously, I'm sad, but the thing is, you can't at the moment. I don't think he can. He, he can't. He can't even stay fit at the moment. So, um, I'm happy for him. Any decision he makes, actually, because even if he stayed, he wouldn't. He wouldn't play a lot of games, especially with uh, the new. Version of Kodigaku we have even gotten. 
And it seemed like the way Kodigakpo is playing, it feels like the most important part of the front three, just like how Femino was to our front three then. You get and it would be nice for him to go and play. In... The Femino role well, perfectly. Exactly, exactly. So, like, he's allowing uh, Nunes and Salah run into space, which is what they enjoy doing the most. If one, if, if one tweet Darwin Nunes, just put him in tight spaces, he just bubbles over the balls, running into people, like, but that's not the mood we are in today. <laughs> we are talking about Femino. <laughs> so, um, I'm, I'll be happy for him to go to a league where it is where it is less physical and his technicality can shine. Would, would have a good time in Juventus or something. Well, I don't want to put it down a good side. I don't know, but I, I just want to just see Femino happy. Yeah, anyway, anyway, we'll be happy. True. If Amino is available for free, which team would never take him? I, I want him to go to a team like Barcelona, like that team that plays on this techie kind the of turnover at Barcelona is too, is too much at the moment. I wouldn't want him to go there and then leave to a place where he doesn't want to go, maybe to Galatasaray or something. <laughs> yeah, true. Lami, how about you? Honestly, I there was a immediately scored. I made a post that I it was as if I dropped it here. Like you can you can you could that's why the fact that the score was seven, like it scored the seventh goal, which most players will not celebrate again. Like, but you could feel the like the emotions behind that goal. Like you could feel you celebrate. Like I thought I thought like we're not going to celebrate like, like that again, but when when the fans are just we're very happy. Yeah, I tell you, yeah. like just that's to tell you how like how rated he is at the club. And seeing him living after it's good years, bro. It's just so good that you're living is living when the fans still likes him, unlike some people. But that's just normal. Like <laughs> don't I set him. Don't start. <laughs> don't start. <laughs> like he has been a very good servant of the club. Of the club, brother, like just an era ending. It used to be Salah, Mane, uh, Bobby. Now Salah is gone, and Femino is leaving at the end of the season. It's just you know, just too many emotions. When you when you check his like his past videos, what he has done for the club, how dedicated, how devoted he was, like to the course when uh, club came. I, like he's someone that I always want to put in his best. And if, apart from his footballing abilities, if you, I think on a personal level, outside of football, you, you always see that he's that kind of person that you always want to, like, somebody that is very accommodative. Like, you can see him. You can always feel at home when you're around. Yeah. Yeah, selfless. He's someone you can always feel at home around whenever you're around him. Yeah. I, I said it also that he also helped us. You know, after, I think, Femino was, if, okay, probably continue. Was the first Brazilian that came during that era. Then Femino came. I think Femino at that club that time allowed the other Brazilian players, all these Latin players, and to settle in, settle in very well. Yes, like yeah. cause it was the type that was always ready to help doing this and doing that. So yeah. I will actually, I, I just can't think of that is last game at Liverpool. It deserves definitely is getting a memorial match. 
Like that's definitely definitely sure. Yeah. But hopefully, I hope he goes to. I see him going more to a probably a Portuguese team. Honestly, Portuguese I'm not sure he's the one that wants to settle down and start learning new languages. Can, can they afford this final contract? I doubt it. Probably a Porto or Benfica. Honestly, he's a free agent. Guy, the signing bonus will be will be mad. He can't go to Portugal. <laughs> Honestly, I would I would love to see him there anyways, but a Porto or a Benfica. Honestly, I think those two teams fit is like his playing style very well. Seeing Femino leave, bro, that's a very hard pill to take. Yeah. But we don't have a choice. We have we have new boys in town. But the Gapo is with me the feel a little bit actually. Like I, I can't even imagine I, I say... making that decision before. The, uh, before Kodiga quit is tried, I can't imagine it because, like, we tried playing a professional nine and it obviously did not work for us. Yeah, it did not work. So, like, uh, uh, it is it is very it is painful, but and some people, some, some people, some people said the, the Kodiga signing was unnecessary and there was no blah 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 blah. blah, blah. I don't, don't, I know one of them, but I will not. It was very difficult for him to settle down then, honestly. Like, you can just see, like, some fans, you can, those that were saying that time, you can also see the angle which they which they were coming from. Like, we were so poor, uh, bro. To string five Mm -hmm. passes together was a problem back then. Any small two passes like this, Mm -hmm. one person has moved the ball. Pooh! You get it. Give it to opponents. One person has lost the ball. He has lost the ball and he's trying to recover the ball back. It recovers the ball back and it causes as 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 recovery. Mosala, this yeah uh, pass he broke he broke um, Liverpool's Premier League guys scorer record, yeah. which was by Robbie Fowler. Mm-hmm. And I there's this there has been this talk if that cements his place in the um, legend status for Liverpool. How do you feel about that? Do you, do you feel same? Do you, do you feel Salah is a legend? I, I cemented his his name as one of the greats in Liverpool. Definitely, definitely legend. Definitely legend. Like, you don't know how this feels. Like, okay, for people that started supporting Liverpool in the 2000s, having a player of Salah's class or Salah's status and he openly and publicly says, I want to be a Liverpool legend. Like Liverpool is not a stopgap for him for it or for his Real Madrid ambitions or Barcelona. He wants to play for Liverpool as a world-class player. Obviously, he's a legend. Like he broke the record of the person they call God. <laughs> true. <laughs> true, true, true. Why he plays as a winger, not a traditional nine? Obviously, he's a legend. Like since I started supporting Liverpool, the biggest. Player we bought, like that came to us with the biggest status, was Thiago, and even before he kicked the ball for us, like I could not even imagine. Like I was like, what is this that Chelsea fans always feeling like they buy a world class player? It was just amazing. Now imagine a player like that, like a, a player that you that you saw coming with doubts, and I was like, Salah, Salah. This it was him in his first season. And there were talks of it's probably a one season wonder. It would just come one and go. Season like, wonder, yes. Yeah, and then he showed that you like he is a proper bowler every year. Every year. 
every year. And come to think of it, like it, we could have easily ended up with Julian Brandt. Yeah, that was close. That was so, close like, um, signing. But exactly. To, so like every uh, like, it just becomes even more mind blowing when <laughs> yeah. you play in the Premier League with the with the amount of good moments he has given us, the big moments he has given us in the Premier League, the Champions League. Like none of this would have been possible without Mo Salah. Salah, okay. uh, Manny was probably our most mercurial talent. But Salah is our most consistent performer. Like, Manny could just take on a game and he would just... But Salah, you could always count on him every day to show up. So, like, uh, he's obviously a Liverpool legend. Obviously a Liverpool legend. Obviously. No doubt. And every every season, he, since he's just Liverpool, he scored 20-plus goals. And yes, that's that's amazing. That's like a, a world class thing. It's actually world class. There, there should be this conversation should be is he a legend in the PL already, not even in Liverpool. That should, even that should the be like, PL is, is a legend. Like it's not there's no, there, there, there is no there's no doubt about it. He's the highest scoring African in the Premier League. Like there is no like you can't go you can't talk about another African in the Premier League without mentioning Salah. Obviously, you talk about Drogba because of his longevity. But you talk about impact. Yo, it is, it is Salah. How many people... Like, it, it, this is this is, this is England. This is England. Mercedes have a bad rep for some, uh, many, many things. But then they sing about Salah. They got... Uh, yo, like, <laughs> he's, he's a Premier League legend. He's a football legend. He's an African legend. Like, any subset of legend status, Salah has... It's solid argument. It's that simple. So I said this um week we saw Liverpool officially announcing. Yes, obviously. Like um, it is not just about talents. You also need level heads in the squad. You need people that have done it. Because one uh, one thing that is really consistent with players that have mercurial talents is that they have a tendency. So want to push the boundaries to see how much they how much you will cave for them because of their talents. And that is the problem that many teams have. Like it causes you just see like so um, in the you can't you can't have in the dressing room where one person is has uh, so much influence, especially when you know that okay, this guy is just based on talent. Like other people, other other people they'll be pushed back from other people. Like, you can't, can't just continue to just um, have your way based on talent. You need people that are level-headed, people that have longevity in their career, people that have done almost everything I can think of that will be extensions of the manager in the dressing room. Because the manager cannot be in the dressing room with them 24 7. Yeah, it needs people that will, that will, that will, that, that, that will take charge when he's not there. On the field, people that can people that, that can be yeah, that can, can amplify his voice on the field. So having uh, someone like uh, Mendelssohn and Milner in the squad, it is immensely important, immensely, immensely important. And obviously, we have, we have we, we, their, their influence in this in the team is not not only because of their character. Like they also have footballing talent too. Like it's not not just character. You put Milner into any position in that squad, and you will you will do you will do a solid job. So like it's it, it is it's a no brainer to have someone like him on the squad. And um, as long as 
they can keep him around. I don't mind it actually. I really don't mind it. Play Bournemouth away from yeah. home on Saturday. Mm-hmm. How, how, how confident are you going to the game and what will be your preferred line of just around it up? Okay, okay. Uh, I feel very confident for the Bournemouth game, actually. I know people are being cautious because of uh, past experiences. A big win like that, then uh, um, early kickoff away from home with that jersey that people say says that's bad juju. I get it, <laughs> but like, I feel confident. Obviously, like, that, that, this, this is our chance to say, okay, yeah, we are, we are, we are clearly going for the fourth position. Not just... So it's not a freak result against Man United, and it's not as if we've lost focus because of a single win. Yeah, so, so I am more yeah, like, they, are, they are going to go. And your possible for the, line for, of, for the midfield, okay. For the midfield, uh, I really don't. I I I will just trust the manager's judgments. If we tempted to play the same field I played against Man United, I don't think it would be a good idea. I think something has to change in the midfield. Ah. So anything he does, I'll just wait and see. And um, it keeps the back line and the for, the the front too. It looks solid. So if I would make one change in the midfield, it probably be to remove Elliot and maybe replace him with Bychetic. Yeah, That's that 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 boy that boy against Mayu was very very okay. It was very good. And what what would be your, like your scoreline prediction? Is there scoreline prediction? Yeah. Scoreline prediction. Three one, we win. Three one away from home. With that, with that possible Jesse, that caused Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> I have been optimistic. Thank you for listening and staying to the very end. Please don't forget to share, subscribe, and listen. And don't forget to rate our podcast on every podcast listening app you use. You never work alone. Thank you.